Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Arizona Real Estate Podcast. My name is Heather McLaren. I'm your host and licensed realtor with Long Realty in Southern Arizona. And thanks for tuning in to Everything Arizona Real Estate. Today we're talking about when a buyer can lose their earnest money in an Arizona real estate transaction and when you sellers get to keep a hold of a buyer's earnest money. So last week we talked a little bit about the origins of earnest money and this week we're talking about when you can lose your earnest money in an Arizona transaction. First of all, just for a quick one sentence review of what earnest money is, earnest money is the small percentage of your down payment that you give to the title company to hold within 24 to 48 hours after contract acceptance. This is a way to show that you're serious in a purchase and your realtor licensed in Arizona can advise you on what is a realistic earnest money amount given the specifics of your transaction. So when can you lose this money? It's sort of a collateral put up with the seller to show that you're serious. When is this earnest money at risk? Now I will mention before we name off some of the common ways that you need to release earnest money back to your buyer if you're a seller or you can get your earnest money back in a transaction I will say this decision is not up to the buyer's agent, the listing agent, or the seller. If you look at your Arizona real estate purchase contract, line 144, you will see that in the event of a dispute between a buyer and a seller regarding earnest money being deposited with the escrow company, buyer and seller authorize the escrow company to release the earnest money pursuant to the terms and conditions of this contract. And it is at their sole and absolute discretion. Basically, this 10-page contract you sign when you're making an offer on a property in Arizona and that you sign to accept as a seller when you're accepting a buyer determines when earnest money can be released. It's all spelled out here. And that's the role of Arizona Realtors among many, many things. There's like a I think once I saw a really comprehensive list, it was about 250 things a common realtor would do in a transaction uh, to facilitate a real estate transaction. But among those 250 things or however many, one of the main roles is to guide you through this contract. You don't have to read it all and understand it all, but it's really great um, if you want to understand what you're committing to and you want to review what your agent's been telling you. It's all right here. And the escrow company is who holds the earnest money. They're the third party that's neutral, that's going to handle all the finances. They're going to take the money from the loan, usually loan, um, and they're going to pay off the seller. They're going to pay off any fees for anyone involved. And um, they are the ones who are going to um, handle all the transference of title. 
So it's going to be up to the escrow company to follow the terms of this contract. So it's important to know per the contract when you can get out and get your earnest money back. After all, in a frenzied seller's market like we have today, you might be offering very, very quickly on a place just sight unseen even uh, during a pandemic or maybe a quick walkthrough and you don't know all the ins and outs and you may want to back out. So how do you get it back? Number one, you are going to have a due diligence inspection period where you as a buyer get to hire professionals to help you go through this property A to Z and learn everything from square footage to wood destroying insects, flood hazards, anything about the HVAC, the foundation, the sewer lines. And if any point during this inspection period, which by default is about 10 days, but you can ask for longer, you find something you do not like about the property, um, you have multiple options. One of which is to just back straight out and get your earnest money back from the title company. Another of which is to ask the seller to make some corrections. Uh, for you. And if they are not willing to make enough corrections or the corrections you would like, you can also back out and get your earnest money. There's also options uh, sometimes where people are able to renegotiate terms of the contract, say purchase price, if you want to do some repairs on your own later. But that's kind of a separate process from this inspection period, um, but that is something you can work out with your agents. And during the time laid out in the contract for this due diligence period, if you are not happy um, with the property and you don't come to something satisfactory with the seller as the buyer, you can give notice and back out and get your earnest money back in sellers. The title company will release the buyer's earnest money at that juncture uh, and you will go back on the market. So that's motivation as a seller to see if there's any possible way to work things out with your buyer so you don't have to go back on. But sometimes there's just not, you're not on the same page and it's better to just put the home back on the market, start over. Another way is if a buyer's loan falls through, through no fault of the buyer in terms of um, somehow they no longer qualify, something's happened, they're not just walking away and, you know, deciding uh, not to send uh, documents to the lender, not to participate, they're just unreachable. They're, they're trying to comply with the contract, but for whatever reason, the loan fell apart. That's another reason that buyers get their earnest money back and an escrow company will release it. Uh, and that is per the contract. If you look under the financing section of the contract, um, it'll discuss that under loan contingency and unfulfilled loan contingency. Another way is if a buyer is required to have an appraisal for their loan and the home doesn't appraise. Now the buyer can just walk away if the home doesn't appraise. If under the circumstance the buyer still wants to purchase your property even though it didn't appraise, they don't have to back out. They can work something out with you. Now this could be its own podcast all into itself, how to handle a property when things don't appraise, but in general, either the seller's going to have to lower the price to match the appraisal, the buyer's going to have to pay over, or you're going to have to appeal or get a new appraisal. 
but there's a whole lot more to say about that. Look for that in an entirely separate podcast. So we have inspection period. We have the loan doesn't work out. We have the house doesn't appraise. Also, there are terms within this 10-page purchase contract to account for the other party not doing what they're supposed to do. We all know sometimes that happens. We get into a deal with the best of intentions and sometimes the other party does not fulfill their part of the contract. So how do you handle it? Well, a seller, if they are not feeling like the buyer is not doing their part of the contract uh, and they don't fulfill their terms of the contract and that is spelled out clearly in the contract and the buyer's not living up to it, the seller can ask to cancel that contract and ask to keep the earnest money as compensation to uh, the escrow company. And they will decide based on the terms of the contract. If the buyer really didn't live up to the terms, say they just go completely AWOL and they won't respond to anyone or they're not getting any of their documents uh, to the lender, they won't talk to anyone, they're not sending back their response to inspections, you know, something like that. The buyer just totally disappears and isn't fulfilling their end of the contract. The seller can try and cancel and keep the earnest money as compensation. Now, what happens if the seller isn't living up to their end of the deal and the buyer wants out? Well, it's the same thing, but in reverse. The buyer can appeal to the escrow company to get their earnest money back and they can try and cancel the contract because the seller's not living up to their terms. Say the seller isn't doing repairs they agree to or something like that. Now there's provisions in the contract where you can't just do this at the snap of a finger. You have to give the other party a chance to come back into alignment with the terms of the contract you agreed with. But if a certain period of time allots and you go through the legal process and they're not fulfilling their end of the obligation, you get to either get your money back or keep the buyer's money if you're the seller. So basically it is there to ensure everyone does what they're supposed to. And it's compensation for the seller uh, for taking their home off the market, losing a month's worth of time or how much time on the market and exposure, having the stigma of having a home that went under contract and is now back on the market. If for some reason the buyer doesn't fulfill their end of the obligation of the the terms of the contract. And it's it's there um, for the buyer uh, to show they're serious and win the house over other buyers and you are allowed to get it back at multiple junctures of the contract if for some reason it doesn't work for you. I hope this was a good summary for you. There are of course many circumstances not included in this podcast but that is just a basic overall of how earnest money works and getting earnest money returned to you or having to release it to the buyer. So I am looking forward to having our special guest on the podcast coming soon. I've mentioned him in previous podcasts, so I'm not even going to say anything this time. You're just going to have to turn back in in the, the next week or two, tune back in in the next week or two, and see if he's here. It's going to be very exciting. And for those of you interested in air conditioning and HVACs, Uh, and how to maintain an efficient, cool home in the southern Arizona desert, you are definitely going to want to listen in. 